awakened spirit, growing one awareness at a time. Hi folks, today is March 3rd and I am very behind in this episode um, as things tend to change and life happens um, things do have to get rearranged a bit um, you know I had planned to write a podcast a few weeks ago about nature and the benefits of nature in terms of you know mood and well-being and, and a t- even attentional resources and cognitive resources but Again, life got in the the way and had other plans. I basically had to drop everything and deal with an emergency for several days. So today's podcast is a little bit more free-flowing, and it's not going to be about nature, and it's not going to include any research or theory per se, as most of my episodes do. Again, it's just going to be a more free-flowing episode about uncertainty and change and transformation, which is relevant to all of us, because I do think that... Uh, This is personally relevant to me right now. You know, everyone experiences uncertainty and everyone has to adapt to change. Everyone has to adapt to change. And for me, two weeks ago, I couldn't have predicted that a few days later, I'd be worrying about whether my dog would survive surgery from a freak accident um, and then providing round-the-clock care while she embarks on a slow journey of recuperation and recovery. But here we are. Uncertainty is part of life, and it can be terrifying, it can be annoying, just frustrating and inconvenient. Whatever it is, um, it can be very disruptive. I certainly have more benign uncertainties that aren't quite as acutely stressful as, as what I just mentioned, but the underlying point is, no matter how hard I try, I can't plan out every facet of life, and neither can you. Now I know some of us really like those routines and we avoid spontaneity like the plague. We'd prefer to know all of the moments of our days or at least most of them. We wanna plan out our days, we wanna be prepared for anything, to think about scenarios, prepare, prepare, prepare. And we wonder what we would do hypothetically just to even be prepared for situations we haven't even experienced. But when a sudden change hits, all of that falls away. And we're just in shock that something unexpected altered altered the course of our day, our week, maybe even our life. Just depends on what it is. We have such a lack of control over certain areas of our sphere of living that I'm amazed sometimes that there can be long periods of quiet and calm and predictability. But there's bound to be a storm eventually. Sometimes that storm is when a family member or friend lashes out at us or reaches out in crisis or someone's sick at your workplace, leaving you to pick up the slack. Or maybe we witness a heated argument in the grocery store or maybe our car gets totaled or maybe we get trapped in traffic for hours because of an accident on the freeway and we miss some plan that we had for the evening. So many things can happen change is certain. Uncertainty is certain. Having periods of calm lulls you into a false sense of security that uncertainty and or change won't happen in some ways. But change can be sudden, change can be violent, change can be painful, or change can be slow. It can be beautiful, 
and it can be all of the above. Sometimes the most terrifying and sudden changes sharpen our focus to the things we really need to prioritize in life. Family, health, safety, food on the table, love, the simple things. And sometimes we resist uncertainty and change and drag our feet because we're stubborn. I like to think I'm a fast learner, but I'm set in my ways sometimes, and I still have patterns that I have to challenge when uncertainty arises and change comes a knocking. We all develop certain fears, as I discussed at length in my fear episode. Remember false evidence appearing real? Sometimes it's fear of rejection or abandonment. Sometimes it's fear of not having enough of something, usually money or some kind of resource or love. Fear of failure, fear of love not lasting, fear of making mistakes, fear of uncertainty itself, fear of being stuck, fear of never living up to the standards of others. Whatever your fear is, I can guarantee that life will throw you curveballs that force you to face that fear whether you want to or not. I am confident that you will be challenged by your fear in life because life is full of uncertainty. If you're afraid you won't have enough money, you'll probably do your best to spend conservatively and save up for emergencies and boom, somebody in your family breaks a leg while you're not anywhere near your in-network hospital or your car gets totaled and you have to buy a new car or you get laid off and you have to find a new job. These are some examples of how life forces us to learn lessons and change. Sometimes forces us is the key word here. We can certainly resist, but it will only be more painful if we don't learn the lesson and continue to try to guard against more fear or buckle down and avoid change in life. I myself have had a deep fear of never having enough in life. And you know, it started when I was really young and I really actually did not have enough. Uh, because my family was poor and uh, be, uh, prior to my parents getting divorced, and then I was raised by a single mom after the divorce. But although I haven't experienced that scarcity in years, that fear still creeps in and says, you won't ever have enough money to feel secure. That fear voice is strong. And I want to be like Scrooge McDuck sitting on his pile of gold where it's safe, right? But I've had the opportunity to face this fear over and over and over because life is really uncertain and things happen that are expensive and can't be avoided. Emergencies, car repairs, etc. Little by little, I've come to understand that change is inevitable because I'm just going to get thrown this over and over until I get the lesson. I'm stubborn, but I like to think I've started to get the lesson because I do challenge it more. Now, some of us act against our own interest uh, by avoiding change, as I have in the past and still do sometimes, as we all do. Sometimes friends or family serve as a mirror, highlighting our flaws or challenges in our relationships with them. And we look the other way because changing ourselves is just too hard. Well, if we want to be closer to those friends and family members, we can't look the other way. We have to look inward. Sometimes we're given opportunities to face our fear and we just back down. That happens to all of us sometimes, but I will say it again. I guarantee you, if you have a deep fear, you will be challenged by it and thrown uncertainty in life. And we can use that to grow and change rather than stay afraid and hunker down even more. 
let's look at a butterfly. Starts out as a cute little caterpillar, crawling around, eating leaves, and then stays in a cocoon for a while and becomes a butterfly. This caterpillar isn't just in the cocoon relaxing and then pops out magically. Change for the caterpillar is nasty and painful, sometimes even violent. That caterpillar, by the way, first stops eating. Then it hangs itself upside down and spins a silk cocoon. And then it starts to digest itself literally, releasing enzymes that dissolve all of its tissues. It's literally breaking down itself, uh, breaking itself down into soup, which appears self-destructive, but is necessary. Now, some parts of the caterpillar soup stay in organized cells called imaginal discs, and the soup from the caterpillar is filled with protein and feeds the imaginal discs, causing an explosion of cell growth that eventually forms into the wings and other parts of the butterfly. Finally, after many days or weeks of painful transformation, the butterfly fights its way out of the cocoon, but the wings are bent when it gets out. So the butterfly has to rest a few hours on a branch before it can even fly away. Once it does, it looks like a completely different creature that we recognize as a beautiful butterfly. This is a powerful metaphor used over and over in our American culture, dominant American culture, and also in other cultures for transformation and change. And the potential for us to change but usually we just think about the caterpillar becoming the beautiful majestic butterfly and we don't really think about the process of change itself. It could be lengthy, nasty, unpleasant, painful, and sometimes feels really terrible along the way. I don't know what it's like to digest myself into a soupy mess, but I can't imagine that would feel good. But you know what? Sometimes that's what life gives us in order for us to grow, though you know, nasty, painful, violent, whatever it is, whatever it takes for us to see. Transformation in human terms means we grow into new beings, not so much changing how we look on the outside, but internally changing how we relate to ourselves and the outside world. And the process can really suck, to be blunt. It can be painful and we can drag our feet the whole way but then years later, look back on how much we have grown and how much we have changed. If I told clients during their first session that this is what change might look like, they would never come back. <laughs> but I do tell them it's work. It's not a magic pill where you walk in a caterpillar and walk out 50 minutes later, a butterfly. And sometimes clients have a hard time seeing the small incremental changes from session to session because change is not linear at all in therapy. And in life, it's not linear. It's bumpy. It has periods of stagnation. Sometimes we feel like we regress and go backwards even. It has ups and downs. But when we stop and reflect on where this person was six months ago or however long it's been, people start to really see and understand how they have changed. The smallest changes week to week, especially if they're doing a little work in between sessions, is like digesting themselves in that cocoon and slowly forming their butterfly body. You can also do that too. It's not about going to therapy per se. It's about working towards becoming a more whole and integrated person. 
in whatever way you need through your own personal work. And boy, does it take courage to do your own personal work. The founders of Gestalt Therapy, Fritz and Laura Pearls, have said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the quote in front of me right now, that we are constantly in a state of transformation and that we can reinvent ourselves from one moment to the next. That sounds so hopeful and exciting. But for those of us who have patterns that have been there since childhood or maybe adolescence, very deeply set patterns, it may be hard to believe and leave, uh, leave us feeling cynical. And to be fair, some patterns take a long time to change. But I've seen where I've been afraid and have slowly and incrementally changed things. And sometimes life has thrust me painfully into situations that have forced me to challenge myself through uncertainty. I can't plan out everything, nor should I. You know, I used to journal growing up, um, and if I look back to those journals decades ago, which I have uh, every, I would say every couple of years, sometimes I go back and, and read my old journals, sometimes I, maybe even more than that, maybe it's like once a year. But if I look at those journal entries from, you know, decades ago, I mean, we're now talking decades, I'm getting older, I feel like I'm a really different person now. It's like night and day, to be fair. To be honest, I learned how to cope better. I learned how to cope more effectively with stress and deal with stress that came up. Um, I accepted myself more in multiple ways, and I became more self-compassionate over time and less judgmental on myself. And I started to look at myself more objectively. I also periodically self-reject, uh, self-reject, self-reflect on my life generally and how I interact with others. You know, what kind of effect am I having on other people? How am I treating other people? If you're lucky enough to have a partner or family member who gives you very honest, open feedback, that also helps, even if we don't like what we hear. Life continues to throw things at me, as I'm sure it's throwing things at you. And sometimes change and not-so-happy surprises even come in waves, it seems like. For me, 2022 has already started off in a wave of uncertainty. And um, I wouldn't call them crises, but I would say things that popped up that needed our immediate attention in terms of you know health or uh, family members or things like that. So it's happening for me, and things do seem to come in waves at times. But I do think I'm in that cocoon now, and I'm still digesting things, I suppose. And in the process of forming those wings and those body parts, I don't know if my goal is really to make it or emerge a butterfly, because I'm always growing, and I don't know if I'll ever arrive. I don't know. I don't know if my goal is to be that majestic butterfly flying around and feel like I've reached some kind of nirvana or whatever it is. Because I think I'm probably going to be growing until I die. That's what my assumption is. That's not really my focus to try to become that butterfly. In fact, I'm a little suspicious of people who think they've arrived and have nothing left to learn. Even experts and spiritual gurus and, and people who are seen as so wise and spiritual or, uh, you know, in the psychology realm, experts in some topic in psychology, uh, 
or expert therapists, even experts can be humbled by new information. And it's up to us to decide if we're always going to be open to learning or become a little too comfortable in sticking with what we know and ignoring paths to growth, or just thinking we have nothing left to learn and getting really cocky about it and lacking humility. So again, those kinds of folks, uh, they, I, I'm a little leery about trusting people who think they've already have everything figured out and will always have it figured out for the rest of the time and don't need to learn anything else. I'm still on that path of digesting my insides in that cocoon. And in the end, I know I'm not the same. And to me, that's very hopeful and that's very optimistic for all of us. I feel stronger than the little caterpillar I was decades ago and more able to meet challenges and uncertainty head on without feeling like I'm in crisis or feeling like I'm unable to deal with it. We all have potential, we all face uncertainty, and if we are brave and take an unflinching look at ourselves and our lives and our fears and how we affect others if we've hurt people, we can get through the painful and lengthy process of change and emerge stronger and more accepting of ourselves and others. And even more accepting of the challenges and uncertainty we face in life. I'm on that journey with you. May our paths continue to be illuminated before us as we open up and we look deeper at ourselves. So today, I leave you with the suggestion that you look at the person you were 10 or 20 years ago, just pick a number of years, doesn't matter what it is, but at least 10, and reflect on how you have learned to deal with uncertainty and fear and change in some area. Take a moment to consider that growth in depth, whether it be through pure reflection or jotting a few thoughts down. I can guarantee you, you aren't exactly the same because if you were, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast because you would not care about growth. There would be nothing left to to do because you think you have it made. I'm also willing to bet that you have faced some of your fears, whatever they've been in life. And I'm also willing to bet that it didn't feel good in the moment and that you probably struggled. And it may have even been painful to look at yourself in all of your vulnerability. Or it may continue to be painful as you take the brave step of embracing change, embracing the unknown, the uncertain, and trusting that everything will work out okay because you are strong and resilient and can adapt to whatever life throws at you. And in the moments that you don't feel strong enough or capable, You will seek the support from others that you need to keep growing, keep digesting, and keep building those parts of yourself that you want to see transformed. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time. All content, including music for this podcast, was created, edited, and produced by Larissa Shea Dashton. 